Hello, hello. Uh, greetings in Jesus' precious name. It is such a joy to be with all of you. I know that this is late in the night or on a Saturday night. And I truly believe that the Lord is here with us. There is no limitation for the Lord to minister to us. No limitation, absolutely. We are the ones who place a limitation on uh, the Lord. We are the ones who say this, this is how God moves and this is how God does things. This is the only way that God will bless somebody. This is the only way that the Lord will uh, change things uh, in our life. Um, but if we would allow the Lord to move and work beyond boundaries, we are going to see things that we have never seen before. We are going to experience things that we have never experienced before. What no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, and what no mind has known. That is what the Lord is uh, about to release for those of us that love the Lord. And I want to take this moment to congratulate and celebrate all the leaders, uh, Ronnie Uncle and all the amazing youth leaders that have been working so hard behind Soul Magnet. And I am very seldom faced with youth ministries that has stood the test of time. Several times I have seen something begin and then fade off and, uh, you, you know, it would change its format and it'll be something else. But I'm so thankful to the Lord for the way that this has continued to exist for the glory of God. It has continued to attract the people of God, attract children of God, wherever the Lord has used this ministry. And, and I I'm, and I'm just want to uh, wanting to take this time to congratulate each and every one of you and to honor what the Lord is doing through this ministry. And, and those that are watching us on YouTube or uh, later watching a recording of this or listening to the audio of this, may the Lord minister to you as much in whatever platform you are tuning in as you would receive here in, on, a, on a Zoom call and uh, and uh, let's just begin with a word of prayer abba father we just welcome you we ask you lord to come and have your way to come and do what only you can do to come and release your grace your favor your power your might your beauty your glory in such a way that it will cause us to be amazed and it will cause us to be surprised Lord, come and touch your people from wherever they are, whichever place, whichever part of Mumbai or any other cities that they are tuning in from. May your grace reach out to them. May your grace locate them. May your strength speak on their behalf tonight. We thank you, Lord, that tonight what we're going to receive from you is going to prepare us for our breakthrough it is going to prepare us for our blessing. It is going to prepare us even to serve you and to give to you and to worship you tomorrow, the week, and for the rest of our life. We commit ourselves to you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. I can see a few faces here and I thank the Lord for all of you who are here with us. And may the Lord uh, cause uh, this word. May the Lord cause this time of us gathering together to, to, to speak to you, to speak to your homes. You know, I know that some of you are 
tuning in from your homes and different places. Um, may this presence of God that you're experiencing here, may it uh, overflow and may it come and touch everything, every person, even in your homes. Amen. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm, uh, I, I understand that everybody else, everybody is muted, uh, but I don't mind uh, seeing a little bit of pop in the chats where you would just say an amen, I agree, or I disagree, or I have a question, or whatever, you know, you, you would want to share. Uh, please feel free to uh, share in the comments, and I don't mind being slowed down, and uh, I'd love to hear back from you. Uh, although, if we all try talking tonight, it will be a chaos, but let's try to at least uh, respond back in the comments if it is uh, feasible for you, if it's not too distracting for you, uh, so that we, we will know what the Lord is speaking and what the Lord is uh, doing. Amen? So tonight, I'd like to take you to the book of Habakkuk, chapter 3. This is a very famous verse. If you've uh, heard this album by the name I Will Sing by Don Moyn, hardly anybody uh, who has not heard that particular album, if you've been saved for a few years, you have definitely heard that album. And if you've heard that album, you would have by now memorized the scripture. And if you've not yet memorized the scripture, tonight will be probably the uh, right time for you to begin and start uh, meditating and memorizing this particular scripture. The book of Habakkuk, chapter 3, and verse 17 onwards. We will read 17, we will read verse 18, and we will read verse 19. And uh, what I want to do is for us to confess this together, for us to make this our foundation, for us to stand on this, and for us to make this our declaration for the season ahead. And see, this is what happens. This is how faith works. Whatever we speak, whatever we declare with our mouths is what will uh, become our lifestyle, is what will become our, uh, you know, uh, our, our behavior. Whatever we speak, the word, it becomes flesh. That is how faith works. And, and tonight, as we read this scripture, may this become your reality. May this become something that will change your life. The Bible says in Habakkuk chapter 3 and verse 17, Even though the fig trees have no blossoms and there are no grapes on the vines, even though the olive crop fails and the fields lie empty and barren, even though the flocks die in the fields, and the cattle barns are empty. Yet, verse 18, it says, Yet I will rejoice in the Lord, and I will be joyful in the God of my salvation. The sovereign Lord, verse 19, it says, The sovereign Lord is my strength. He makes me as sure-footed as a deer, able to tread upon the heights. So tonight, let me begin at that point. Let me begin at verse 19, where it says that the Lord is going to make me as sure-footed as a deer, able to tread upon the heights. See, the Lord is preparing each and every one of you that are tuning in tonight 
for a season of elevation, for a season where he is going to lift you up. Somebody that is going to climb up a mountain. Now, the climb up the mountain is not very easy, but when you reach the top, you'll realize the benefit of being there. You'll realize the benefit of being on top. And my prayer is that tonight, some of you will experience that. That tonight, some of you will see the victory. Some of you will see the answers that you've been waiting for. Some of you will see the blessings that you've been waiting for. The Lord wants to divinely elevate you. But you should understand, like everything in life, there is no free lunch. You have to go through a process to reach there. You have to go through a season of saying a yes and a amen and, and, and you have to take things one step at a time. And that is how you will be able to climb up there. You will be able to reach there. Now, the Bible says the, the sovereign Lord... Let me read that scripture again. It says, The sovereign Lord is my strength. He makes me as sure-footed as a deer able to tread upon the heights. So, in other words, you're able to experience this elevation in your life only to the extent that you are going to make the sovereign Lord your strength. What, what are you banking upon in this season? What is the ground on which you stand upon? Are you standing upon the fact that you're a Christian? Are you standing upon the fact that you have a well-settled business and a, a, your finances are all right and your relationships are perfect? You have a beautiful family with amazing children. What are you standing on? What is your foundation tonight? Now, the thing with every foundation, every so-called human foundation is that it will keep varying in different seasons of life. There will be one season when your family, your marriage will be on a peak. Another season when your marriage may be on an all-time low. There will be one season when your finances will have an overflow. And another season where your finances may be stuck and may look like everything is blocked. So... Everything in life, we may see that there is ups and downs in every area of our life. But there is only one thing that can be our eternal strength. And the Bible says, the sovereign Lord is my strength. The fact that God is sovereign, the fact that God is uh, above it all, the fact that God is the controller, the sustainer, the one that is uh, truly holding me up in every season of my life, having that understanding in our life, that, the Bible says, is a good foundation to stand upon. And as long as I stand upon that foundation that the Lord is my strength, that the sovereign Lord is my strength, I will be made as sure-footed as a deer and I will be able to tread upon the heights. I will be made as sure-footed as the deer and I will be able to tread upon the heights. So tonight I, I see that the Lord is strengthening some of your feet 
the Lord is strengthening some of your knees. The Lord is strengthening some of your ability to walk upon your mountains, to climb upon your problems, to, to scale up your challenges and to take one step at a time and keep climbing up. The Lord is making you strong. See, when you look at it from the outside, you may feel like this mountain is too big for you to climb. But tonight, if you will make the sovereign Lord your strength, the Lord is going to give you help one step at a time to be able to climb up this mountain. Now, I want to come to the key of how do you climb this mountain? What are the... Uh, what is your heart attitude? What kind of mental uh, processes is required for you to climb this mountain? See, we think that climbing the mountain is very easy. You know, recently we, uh, all the boys in our church, we were so bored of being locked down in Bangalore that as soon as uh, there was a little bit of uh, freedom to get out of our houses, we decided we are going for a road trip and we drove down about four hours away from here uh, and somebody told us there is a waterfall there, there's a nice place you can stay um, and and about, I think about 10, 10 of us, 10 or 12 of us, we traveled, 12 of us I think, we traveled all the way there and uh, and uh, the the second day of our stay there, the owner of that place came and said, hey, here is a small hill, how many of you would like to climb the hill? And we are like, uh, so he showed us two particular hills and uh, uh, and he said, which one would you like to climb? And we were like, hey, both of them look small. I, I You know, let's pick the bigger one. And we, we chose the big one. And, uh, and we thought it's going to be such a piece of cake because, you know, it didn't look like it's that high or it's that difficult. It's that challenging, right? And none of us know how to climb a... Uh, uh, a mountain. None of us know. It's it, by the way, that was not a mountain. That was a small hill. In comparison, none of us know how to uh, really do uh, climbing or trekking, uh, so to speak, as at least in that kind of a landscape. And we just saw it from a distance, and we thought this is really small. The when we started climbing the mountain, and when our muscles started cramping up and when our clothes started drenching in sweat is when, when we realized, man, this is, this is not as easy as we thought it is. Midway, the, one, of, uh, one, one sister, she stopped and she said, okay, uh, pastor, will you please pray? I said, what do, you, what do we need to pray for? And she said, uh, the last we heard, there were five leopards roaming around on this hill. So can you just pray that we will be protected? And, and we were like, uh, ma'am, shouldn't you have told this to us uh, before we started climbing, before we decided to climb, shouldn't you have told us? And uh, what they had told us is that somebody climbed this uh, hill in 19 minutes. And we are like, that's it. 19 minutes doesn't uh, sound really bad. And uh, later on, we got to know that that guy was a very professional athlete. And then we tried climbing. I think it took us an hour and an hour and a half without breaks to reach on top of that hill. We started off thinking it'll be a 19-minute trek, but it took us an hour and a half. While returning, it was all the more painful because every one of us fell and we fell so many number of times. And, and you know, I want you to picture all your problems, some problems that you think are going to be very easy, 
some problems that you look at it and you think, oh, this is too difficult, too challenging, whatever those problems may be. If you think you are going to climb this in your own strength, I'm telling you, you and I, we are going to lose. We are going to face the, the craziest of challenges and we are going to come out defeated. But if we are going to climb it, making the sovereign Lord our strength and allowing his strength to strengthen our knees and to strengthen our hearts and to strengthen our words, to strengthen our dreams and to strengthen our willpower, you know, I, I hear this very clearly. Some of you has, have, have, have lost your willpower, willpower. You've come to the edge of your willpower. You, you don't have any more will to continue and to press on, to go forward. But tonight, the Lord is strengthening your willpower. I don't know who this is for. Just receive it wherever you are. The Lord is strengthening your willpower to climb this mountain. Can we have that verse, Philippians chapter 2 and verse 13? The Bible says in Philippians chapter 2 and verse 13 that God, He is working in you. By the way, the translation that I'm using is the New Living Translation. Different translations uh, reads this differently. But let me uh, tell you what the New Living Translation says. It says, for God, He is working in you and He is giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases him. So tonight, will you receive both of this? Not just the will, but also the ability. Not just the desire, but also the power. Uh, the other translation says to will and to do. To desire and the power. The, the heart and the strength. Both of it, the Lord is giving it to us. Yeah, so if you are ready to receive this tonight, if you are ready to receive this, my, my dear friends, my dear brothers and sisters, wherever you are, can I, can I release that desire and that power over you? Can I release that ability and that willpower? Every one of you that has reached the edge of your willpower, you, you feel that you are not able to climb anymore. You feel that you are not able to fight anymore. You feel that you are not able to go up anymore. Tonight, the Lord is restoring that ability, that willpower. When you go to sleep tonight, some of you may still go to sleep in disappointment. When you wake up, there is going to be a complete transformation a complete transformation in your in your thoughts and your perspectives in the mighty name of Jesus when you wake up you will wake up different when you wake up you will wake up with so much hope so much rejoicing so much uh, understanding about your problems your challenges that now this mountain this hill will not look too hard to climb on now this challenges will not look too difficult you know i'd like to read this verse uh, from numbers chapter 14 i don't know where this is uh, in numbers chapter 14 i've been declaring this over my church in this entire season um, the book of numbers chapter 14 if you could find me that verse uh, from and read it from the esv translation uh, it's joshua speaking to the people uh, after he came back from scouting the land of Canaan, he tells them, you know what? 
the giants that you think are too big for you, these giants, they are going to be our bread. They are going to be our food. Did you find that verse? Uh, this is uh, Numbers chapter 14. And I, I'd, I'd like to just uh, declare this over you. It is verse 9. Numbers chapter 14 and verse 9 in the ESV translation. Let me uh, read that for you and let me declare this over you. Because several times it's very, very normal, very natural for us to come back and, and feel like the rema remaining 10. The remaining 10, they came and they said, wait, the people of the land, they are giants. The people of the land, they are too big, too challenging. But here is, jo here is Joshua's understanding on this. Okay, He says, hey, do not rebel against the Lord. That's the first criteria. And do not fear the people of the land, for they are bread for us. Will you receive this over your life? That your mountains, your problems, your challenges, that, that is your bread. That is your bread. Whatever situation that you're facing, whatever challenge that you're facing, that is your bread. That is your food. You know, bread represents what you eat, what you have as your income, what you have as your provision. And the Lord is saying that tonight, if there is somebody who will have the right understanding about your problems, about your mountains, about your giants, then those giants will become your bread. Those giants will become your solutions. Those giants will become your income. Some of you, somebody out there who is struggling with depression, someone that is struggling with mental health condition, somebody that is struggling with a financial situation, a debt. The Lord is saying, hey, wait, this, this one area that you're looking at and saying that this is my giant, the Lord says that this one area will become your bread and butter. This one area will become your area of income. Some of you may end up writing a book about your problem. Some of you may end up starting a ministry because of the solution that the Lord gave you when you were in that problem. Some of you may start a business based on the challenge that you went through. Through Some of you will have ideas in, in your spirit that will help you to make your problems, your giants, into your bread and butter. You know, I was teaching this the other day and I was going back home and my son, he remembered the revelation and he said, Dada, I, I know what you taught. And he said, I know that every bad thing and every bad people, they will become my sandwich. And since then, that's kind of become like the, the catchphrase in our home and in our church that your giants will become your sandwich. Your giants will become your stream of income. Your giants will become your answers. Your giants are not meant to threaten you. Your giants are meant to provide for you. If you will just change that perspective in your head, tomorrow morning when you wake up, you will not wake up in despair. You will not wake up in disappointment. You will wake up with divine and fresh hope with fresh understanding and saying, Lord, I know and I know and I know and I know and I know. I know what you're doing. I know what you're releasing in my life. And I say a yes and an amen to that. The Bible says in Habakkuk chapter 3, 
Let's, let's go back to Habakkuk and we'll read it from the NLT version. Habakkuk chapter 3 and verse 17. Let me, let me explain what the writer is saying. This is a prophet and he is uh, releasing a word from the Lord. And he says, even though the fig trees have no blossoms, which means even if there is no fruit in my life, and there are no grapes on the vines, which means there is, I'm supposed to be a, a, a wine, I'm supposed to be a branch, and I'm supposed to be bearing fruit. Jesus is my gardener, and still there is no fruit in my life. Even if there is no grapes on the vines, and even though the olive crop, if, if, if it fails, even if there is failure, I have worked so hard to make this happen, but there is failure. And the Bible says, and the field, it lies empty and barren. Even though the fields lie empty and barren, even though the flocks die in the fields and the cattle barns are empty. You know, this, this prophet has to be crazy to say that even though he is not saying if uh, the Lord blesses me, if the Lord answers my prayer. He says, even though the Lord may or may not immediately work for me, even though I may experience lack in fruit bearing and I may experience lack in my, uh, in, in my success rate, I may experience challenges in my, um, in my vehicles that I own and I, I may experience all my relationships leaving me and going, even though all of this may be true, Verse 18, it says, even though that happens, yet somebody, can you declare this in your homes, wherever you are, whatever situation in life you are in, can you declare this? Yet, 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 that is a very key word, still, or yet, I will rejoice in the Lord and I will be joyful in the God of my salvation. I'll, I'll rejoice and I will be joyful in the God of my salvation. Then it goes on to say how the sovereign Lord is my strength. How does this connect? How does this connect? Where, where does my rejoicing become my strength? Has anybody heard the scripture that says, For the joy of the Lord. Complete that sentence for me. For the joy of the Lord. What happens to me? For the joy of the Lord is my strength. When, when I begin to, even though all the situations of my life and I look at all the challenges, all the giants and the mountains that I'm facing and I say, even though I am facing emptiness, even though I'm seeing challenges, I am going to rejoice. I am going to sing. I am going to lift up the name that is above every other name. And I am going to respond back in joy. If I am going to be joyful in the God of my salvation. Wow. That is when you have just positioned yourself for strengthening. That is when you have positioned yourself for victory. That is when you have positioned yourself to be restored. You know, the one reason why many people are weak, the one reason why many people are at the verge of giving up, 
the one reason why some of your strength is failing is not because you don't have enough money. It's not because you've not heard enough sermons. It is not because you, you're not anointed enough. It is not because you are not, uh, you know, in the right church or the right circumstance or the right time. And you may have all types of excuses to tell me why things are going bad for you and why you're not able to worship and why you don't have time to pray and why you, you may have all kinds of excuses. But let me tell you the one reason why you are weak today, if any of you are weak, let me tell you the one reason why you are weak. It is because there is no intentional effort to rejoice in the God of my salvation. You do not rejoice after there is fruit in your barn and there is plenty uh, of, of, of answers and solutions in your life. No, no, no. Not after the answers come. You rejoice when there is still emptiness, when there is still challenges, when there is still problems, when you still do not have answers, when you rejoice, that is when you experience strength. That is when you will experience divine ability. That is when you will experience salvation. That is when you will experience the ability to climb the mountain like a deer you know for a deer to climb a mountain it's not a very challenging thing their their body weight is made in such a way that their feet are made slender in such a way that they can climb very high mountains and tonight tonight oh wow i i wish you could see i wish you could see a mountain full of deers, full of deers, full of deers. There is a man in the Bible called Caleb. He went and told Joshua and he pointed to a mountain and he said, Joshua, do you see this mountain? Can you give me this mountain? I know that there are giants on this mountain, but can you just say the word? Can you just speak the word? And I'm going to climb this mountain. I'm going to take down the leopards, the giants, the problems. And I am going to make sure that this mountain will become my inheritance. May the Lord strengthen some of you like Caleb. May the Lord fill some of you with the joy of the Lord. The joy of the Lord. The joy of the Lord. Again, let me explain this to you. I know what we are thinking. I know what some of your prayer is going to be. You're going to ask the Lord to fill you with joy. You're going to pray and sometimes even fast and, and, uh, and, and do all types of formulas you will, you will apply so that there is this some magic that will work in your life so that there can be joy. But here, if you, if you see this, it doesn't say that God will give me joy. It doesn't say that God will give me joy in the midst of all these challenges. It says that I will make myself joyful. I will be joyful in the God of my salvation. If you read Philippians 4.4, what did Paul say? Rejoice in the Lord always. And again I say, you better rejoice. It is, it is the Lord telling us to rejoice. James chapter 1 verse 2, it says when you're going through difficult circumstances, challenges of, of different sorts, consider it an opportunity for joy. Consider it an opportunity for thanksgiving. Consider it an opportunity to celebrate. 
we we don't like a sermon like that we don't like a word like that we we like to hear that when the lord blesses you with a promotion that time you give thanks to him when the lord heals you then you i'm not saying the lord will not heal you i'm i'm sure that some of your healing is is very connected to your joy that when you 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 will choose to rejoice in the presence of god your healing will come in the mighty name of jesus because the joy of the lord is my strength some of you i see somebody who is who has been flunking your papers i don't know who this is you don't have to tell us but you're flunking your papers again and again and again is this related to a professional degree course that you have been doing for a while and uh, and this coming attempt is is like your golden attempt this is going to be your final attempt but the lord says if you are going to change your attitude it it's got nothing to do with how many hours you study my friend i'm not saying don't study it's got nothing to do with how how much you how 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 understand how much understanding you have and how much you have you've worked hard for this exam but it's got everything to do with your attitude if you are going to rejoice in the god of your salvation tonight the lord is going to make you as sure-footed as slender-feeted as 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 powerful he is going to fill you with the desire and the ability the desire and the power to do what pleases him Wow. Wow. Are you ready to rejoice with me for the next few minutes? Can you can you just let go off of yourself for the next couple of minutes? My time's running out, but but I know that the Lord can do in this next 2 minutes what we cannot do in human strength in the next 2000 minutes because the Bible says better is one day in his courts than a thousand elsewhere, right? So this next 1 minute that you give your heart in the presence of God God can do more through this 1 minute than what you can do in your ability through the next 1000 minutes in your own strength can you give your heart to God to just intentionally rejoice in the Lord don't wait for a blessing don't wait for a ministry opportunity don't wait for something to change in your life my friend but if you will intentionally just rejoice wherever you are your your family members need to think that you've gone crazy tonight you know your family members your friends who are sitting with you or who are chatting with you they they have to think that something is up with this guy look like this guy is drunk don't worry they said the same thing about the apostles who were filled with the presence of the holy spirit some of you need to rejoice and dance and go crazy in your house and let the devil know that he is a loser he is not going to win this time he put this trouble into my life to make sure that i will lose my sure footing but i am going to rejoice in the midst of all of this i'm going to say blessed be the name of the lord i'm going to say my, i know that my redeemer lives i'm going to say that i'm i'm i will see my lord manifest himself manifest himself can you can you just for the next couple of minutes if uh, all those that are watching so that i can just speak a word of prayer over you can you just if it is uh, not too embarrassing can you just come on video so i can just pray for you i can speak a word over your life i i can see all your faces and just speak a word of blessing over your life father i pray and i 
I release your grace upon your children, wherever they are tuning in from. Whatever is their situation, whatever is their challenge, whatever is their problem. Lord, right now, in the name of Jesus, I command let hope be restored in their life. I command let, let, let the voice of uh, despair, let the voice of disappointment be drowned out by the voice of hope tonight in the name of Jesus. Yes, 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 yes. Let there be freshness that will be released over God's people that are tuned in with me. Let there be answers that will be released into their spirits. Let the joy of the Lord become their strength tonight, Lord. Yes. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. We, we cast off every chains, every limitations, everything that is restraining us. We cast them down tonight in Jesus' name. And we release, oh yes, we release, we release the favor, the answers, the presence, the, the, the provisions of God to climb this mountain. Some of you, over the next three days, the Lord is going to release somebody to come next to you, to hold you up, to climb this mountain along with you. So that you will not have to climb alone, so that you do not have to fight this battle on your own, but the Lord is going to bring someone alongside you to fight along with you. Just like there was an Aaron and a Hur to fight along with Moses, to keep Moses' hands held up. Oh yes, some of you are going to get divine provisions of people that will stand with you and help you in this season. Father, we just pray and we bless your children right now in the name that is above every other name. We know that in the sweet name of Jesus, there is victory. And we know that tonight, as we rejoice, as we celebrate, as we intentionally choose to put our trust in the God of our salvation, oh yes, we believe, we believe, we believe that you are causing us to be victorious. We believe that you are causing us to come out of our despair. Thank you for willpower is being restored right now. Thank you for desire is being restored right now. Thank you, Lord, for freedom is released back wherever your children are struggling. Freedom is released back. Oh, yes, we thank you for what you're doing. We celebrate you, God. We celebrate you for the joy of the Lord is my strength. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in the God of my salvation. The sovereign Lord, he is my strength. He makes me as sure-footed as a deer. And he is going to make me able to tread the heights. Father, I bless your children tonight in the name of Jesus to have the grace to climb upon the heights, to tread the heights, to trek upon their mountains and come back victorious. Bless them. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. God bless you all. It was such a pleasure to be with you all tonight. And I, I truly believe that some of you are going to come out more stronger than ever before. And I'd love to hear from you. If you can just connect with me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you do life. There is something that I do on a daily basis. It's called uh, uh, an audio podcast. Uh, it's... Uh, by the name Another Day with Jesus. If you have Spotify, Google Podcast or Apple Podcast, just either search my name or you can just search Another Day with Jesus. Every morning, 
there is a podcast of seven minutes, uh, 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 audio podcast of seven minutes that goes out. And my prayer and my hope is that if some of you want to subscribe and listen and tune in for that, it will be a daily inspiration and an encouragement for you for whatever you're facing and going through in your life. Thank you so much. Uh, thanks to Ronnie Uncle. Thanks to the entire team at Voice of Calvary that gave me this uh, uh, opportunity and this privilege to minister to all of you. Uh, something that you need to learn to value is you need to value your leaders. You need to value the ones that are bringing God's voice to you. And you need to value them. And, and, and this is how you value. You don't value by just saying a thank you. You cannot, uh, mere words are not enough. The Bible says, honor the Lord with substance. So if you really value your leaders, make sure to sow into their life. Make sure to thank them with physical gifts and physical expressions of your thanksgiving so that uh, they will do this with joy. They will do this with gratitude and, with, uh, and, and that you would never take your leaders for granted. You would never take the elders, the, the fathers that the Lord has placed over your lives for granted. And may the Lord bless each and every one of you and may the Lord continue to prosper this uh, youth fellowship. Thank you so much for giving me this time and this privilege to minister with all of you. Have a blessed night. Over to you.